I'm Matt Bronger. This might help. I am not a doctor. This might help. I'm not a professional. Let's have fun. This honestly is a good time. I'm Matt Bronger. This might help the podcast. Hey, welcome to This Might Help. Uh, if it helps you, great. Uh, but hopefully it just makes you laugh. And if you need actual clinical help, you get that. Because all I have on here are people I find fun. Anywho's, I've got an old friend on. Uh, Kurt Braunholler is here. And um, first off, how are you, Kurt? You good? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I, I got that... Um, that kind of the settling feeling when the baby's napping and you're oh, yeah. you kind of have that thing of like, hmm, will, will it take? Like, it, I know it's fine, but that, <laughs> you know, one out of a hundred times where it's just the kid's like, fuck this. But like, I'm, I'm chilling, man. Um, you're looking good. How are you staying fit as a new dad? That seems impossible. <laughs> I don't know. Mostly kind of, I mean, I do, I do like have a little bit of an exercise regimen, but like, uh -huh. it's also a lot of walking, which I'm kind of, right. this week kind of sucks. Cause it's just, it's, it's oh, yeah. the surface of the sun out there, uh, right now this week, uh, till like Friday. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, you look, you, you, you have always looked good though with two, you have two. You, you shut two your babies. mouth. You shut your thin mouth, Matt Bronger. <laughs> you shut up. I was, <laughs> I was speaking of the surface of the sun. I was, uh, in the desert yesterday. I was in the desert from Thursday to Monday and Whoa. we were like staying at a hotel that had like a water park in the middle of it. <laughs> oh my God. But it was, it was 116 at like 2 PM. It was, it, it just felt so insane. And then to drive back into LA and have it be like that here is. Yeah. Oh boy, we're at end times. What did we do bringing children into this world? It's damaging. I, I speaking of children, I have a I have a, a neighbor I share a fence with who's a baby. But they, <laughs> they, they have grown. They have grown like like teen kids. Oh no! And um, uh, uh, they have these these huge pool parties sometimes, and because they have like a waterfall against the wall in their pool, uh, it, it like they they turn the music up higher so we can't hear the water but the music is like deaf like crazy like middle of the day yesterday it was like all all the hits from like from like when i met you like uh -huh. 2005 or six yeah. all the hits modest mouse uh, uh um really what's that what, the, what was that uh, um that fucking that that group that was fucking everywhere that doo, oh. doo, 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 wait wait i'm gonna guess it's mumford and sons no, it was that it was, was it. They were everywhere. It was it was like like it was the theme song of Echo Park at the time, and like um and well, like management at the time. Yes, yes. Do, 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 do. At three p.m. Bl blaring <laughs> in like hilariously loud. Where I was like, Kara's out in, in her office. I was just like, this is stupid. And it went. The music went down, but I I literally had to text him and go, Hey, man. You turn it down like an hour late. We get like, oh, uh, like oh hey, sorry, my my daughter gradu graduated from high school, oh. so this is a big thing. And I was like, cool. Long yeah. as this isn't every day for the rest of the summer, yeah, I'm fine. It didn't wake the baby. It was just, you know, like this is let's let's shut those windows and turn on the AC for a while instead of the natural air thing because it's just like like it's just this insane level of noise. So it's it's hilarious to me. 
having a kid later in my life, seeing how different people that you live near are with their kids that are oh, yeah. typically older. Yeah. You, know? you had kids before I did, and you're younger than I am. Uh, you have two daughters. Am I younger than you? I don't think I am. I, I think, think so. Probably the same. Maybe age. I'd say maybe like a year, maybe. Oh, I was okay. Said right. nothing. So I mean, technically, yeah. pretty much same age. Yeah. You know, but you know, you're you're Gen X, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um. Yeah. No, I have just. Uh, we're just coming out of like the shit show. We're still in a. It's 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 getting slightly better. It's getting slightly better. Like two is really like pretty fucking crazy, mm-hmm. and. Um, and it's just Gus is like, once Gus hits two, like once we hit September, yeah. I think it's going to be like much smoother sailing. But yeah. still like he just, uh, all he he's intensely obsessed with diving into the toilet head first. Um, and so if you like don't watch him for like three seconds, you just hear and it's like, and then we keep all the toilet seats down and keep all the bathroom doors closed. So if you hear like, you're and you hear the door open and then you hear him flip the toilet seat up and then jump in. And I think he just wants to get his hands wet, but in order to get his hands in there, he has to dive in. So then the toilet seat comes, the lid comes back down on his back. So then you run around the corner and there's just a kid legs up, toilet seat on his back. And he's just so happy. And you like, I, and it's like, we need to, I need to read more parenting books because I don't know how to get him to stop. Like if I, if I say like, no, like don't do this. He's just, he's laughing at me. There's no getting through to him. I don't understand. And that's a great like slapstick bit. Yeah. It's so funny. He loves, he loves, yes. He loves slapstick bits. Another one of his bits, he does bits is that uh, like the other day I was looking and I couldn't find him and I freaked out for a second. I was like, Gus, 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 Gus. And then I just see the cupboard. I just see two little shoes at the bottom of the cupboard. And he had closed himself into the cupboard and was just waiting for me to, like he was not making any noise. He wasn't like pushing it open and closed. He was just waiting. And then when I opened it up, he's just like, ah! And I was like, it's a classic bit. That's a classic. That is a solid, that's a solid bit. My. My my friend's kid used to pretend he was uh, he was asleep or dead. Like he would lay on the couch, <laughs> eyes closed, and and he'd, he'd like he'd, my friend would sit next to him and like read a book, and he'd be like, "I'm not asleep." Like yell, "I'm not asleep." Like, <laughs> <laughs> asleep or dead is the most terrifying game to play for, pre- a, <laughs> for a child to play. The meanest <laughs> prank. And, well, I was I was I was excited to have you on because we we were like. Uh, uh, became like, I felt like immediate brothers in arms at these weird festivals. Yeah. And, uh, because we were both, both liked a good time and both kind of loved comedy. But I think one reason our comedy is, is, is good is that we never took it all that seriously, if that makes any sense, where it's yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to get a lot of sets in, but when am I going to be back to this town? I, I want to, see what's going on in this town. And, and, you know, like when you were, every time you were at Bridgetown, you like would create like big outings for people to come on and, and stuff like that. I mean, I feel like you've kind of been a, um, like a comedy adventurer. As oh, long as thank you. I like that idea. Yeah. Well, we all, we did blindfold uh, 45 people on a bus and bring yeah. them somewhere they'd never been before in Portland. 
so yeah, that definitely fits into that idea. That was a really fun day. That was for an old, for people listening, it was an old podcast I had called Get Lost, where I would blindfold comics and take them places. And you can yeah. listen to it if you wanted to. It's still out there. Um, but yeah. Yeah, and it's a, it's a great idea. And um, I, I remember, you know, meeting when, when like when I first met you, you got around uh, New York in a longboard, like a long yeah. skateboard that you carried with you everywhere you went. And I was always impressed with that because I was always terrible at skateboarding. Uh, I loved it. I liked it mostly to get around and everybody, yes. and this is like junior high, a little bit of high school, but like everybody I knew was, you know, they, they could do tricks and stuff and go up walls and things. And I was, I would always hurt myself anytime I tried. Yeah. I liked getting around. So I was like, oh, cool. This other tall guy with a high center of gravity as well is getting around town in this, in this, in this board which it was kind of thing was like if I lived in a small town, sure maybe, but like the <laughs> the New York City, the heavyweight champion of the world in terms <laughs> of you know large, large towns. I was like, gee, wow, you know. But you know what you have to remember about New York City, which is very different from LA, for biking and for skating, the traffic doesn't move; it just is standstill. Yes. On most you know, like almost everywhere at all times, it's just standstill. So you're just going past things as opposed to in LA where people don't know that human beings exist outside of cars right. when they're in a car. Yes. And they uh, have and to just fun cruising. Yeah. So they just zip, like just yeah. jump on and, and I gotta go, I gotta go. Yeah, AD Bryant made me laugh and she said like she, uh, when she first got hired on SNL, it was like, she was like, like ah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I have time to take the train. I'll just take a cab. <laughs> <laughs> like five times more fun. What a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really, that's a really good point. It does stand still, but you're, you're from New Jersey. You're from the Jersey shore, aren't you? I am. I am indeed. Neptune and Asbury Park, New Jersey. Right on. Right on. Yeah. I, I feel like, I, you know, it's, it's, that's gotta be weird where people have a, a, a rock solid ingrained image in their minds of what they think the Jersey Shore is. And it's fine. That's fine with me, honestly, okay. because what's also interesting, because A, it probably keeps people away. Um, <laughs> and we could, that's good for the Jersey Shore. I mean, like, you know, not good for tourism and stuff. But I also, what's interesting about the Jersey Shore is that none of those people on any iteration of the Jersey Shore, not a single one of them, most of them, the 90% of them is not from New Jersey. That's the thing. Huh. You know, they're from Long Island and they're from New York okay. uh, and then they're coming down to the shore. So it is literally the worst of the worst exported from Long Island and New York to come and pollute the Jersey Shore. That, um, that, that makes I, I, I was um, kind of, you know, when you hear something kind of horrible and you kind of laugh because yeah. you're, you're twisted inside, but also just because you're, you're going, oh, specifically, I was talking about the 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 influx uh, i was lucky enough to go do a gig in nantucket two years ago and it was interesting to meet people that were there year-round or people that just rented houses or people that owned houses that they rented out like it was kind of you know to get the kind of the lay of the land but once covid hit and we were all locked down i read that very very wealthy new yorkers were flying to their vacation homes or airbnb in and just flooding the island of Nantucket and locals were like, we're going to murder you. Get out of our town. <laughs> like they would yell in people's faces at supermarkets and be like, you're spreading the fucking disease. Get out oh, of yeah. here. Yeah. You know, 
you're not running away to a magical place. You're you're like half of you are certainly non-symptomatic and just spreading it willy-nilly. Like I I was like, oh I mean I laughed because it's just like, oh Christ, you know, people. Yeah. Fucking people. But and, but it, there is always that like uh push and pull in a uh a tourist economy, especially around the ocean. Yes. Like in Jersey, they're called Bennies. And so it's always like when I was growing up, people always had like big signs on the front lawn, like Benny's go home um, because, you oh. know, it's like extra traffic. People are always like getting drunk and like pissing in yards and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then also it's like the reason that most businesses can survive is because yeah. of the influx of cash. So it's like that, that like that balance of it. Um, but yeah, yeah, Benny's, Benny's go home, baby. Where did, make up Benny's. What is it? What, what's the Benny come from? What's that mean? So there's, there's multiple I've heard two that, okay. and I think one is more correct, but the one I always understood growing up was that it stood for Bayonne, Elizabeth, Newark, and New York. And so those oh. are all Bayonne, Elizabeth, and Newark are all Northern New Jersey towns. And of course, New York. So just people coming down from Northern New Jersey and Northern New Jersey is essentially New York city, uh, yeah. in my mind, because <laughs> sure. I'm from central Jersey, baby. And central <laughs> Jersey does exist. That's the weirdest thing too. Northern New Jersey people say there is no central Jersey and it's like a very strange wow. argument they like to have. Um, but yeah, central Jersey exists. And, oh, but then the other, uh, reason I heard the other explanation for Benny's was that, um, and you see this in, um, like a boardwalk empire. Mm -hmm. it, it's that the idea of the crisp humid filled ocean air in the 20s was thought to be good for like tuberculosis right. and so you would go down to get the benefits of being oh. by the ocean so there were the bennies wow oh that's yeah. fascinating yeah and so you see it too like in boardwalk empire they have like they just have like essentially old folks homes on the beach mm -hmm. and that still exists in asbury there's like asbury park has just like one giant tower now it has multiple because of luxury condos and stuff but but for the very longest time growing up the only like tower on the beach was a retirement community mm -hmm. um and it was like right there like the greatest view amazing mm -hmm. yeah oh. Oh my God, that's nuts. Like I've, I've, I've like, I remember you and I kind of bonding over it's an, it's an obvious, you know, thing, but how horrible Atlantic city is. Oh yeah. You no, know, it is just so sad. It's so and, sad. Also the only place in New Jersey, it's 24 hour liquors. You can buy liquor 24 hours a day. It's like oh. Vegas in that way. And you just see how it destroys a community. Do you know what I mean? You just see how it destroys a town. It's fascinating. Yeah. And it's very uh, sad. It like the moment you walk off the boardwalk, it's like the saddest. I have a funny sad. Atlantic City story. So I my my mom's side of the family, just ton of gamblers. Like just they gambled, 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 they loved gambling. My mom didn't. My mom didn't gamble or drink really. Um, I think because she learned. <laughs> yeah. But so we but I would end up at Atlantic City a lot um with like wow. my uncles and stuff. And I must have been like. 13 or something uh -huh. and uh and my mom had put okay so they my uncle won like twenty five thousand dollars. he got it changed into cash and then they came back to the hotel when i wasn't there and like put it in my shorts that were like hanging up they were like drying thinking like no one's ever gonna like this is a good place to hide this i guess for some Whoa. reason okay and then i came back 
because I was like, I met this girl and I was like, I want to get changed into like my nice shorts or whatever. Sure. <laughs> so I put these shorts on. There's $25,000 in the back pocket that I don't notice. And then I'm just out and about for like hours, like trying to impress this girl. And then I come back and this is before cell phones. And they're just like, they're going crazy. Like, where have you been? And then he like reaches into the back pocket and like pulls out this like stack of bills. And I was like, oh, I didn't know, you know, he, the, all of it was there. None of it was gone. Oh, wow. um, but it was that one of those like, why are you why would you put it into the child's shorts? Like, that's such a crazy yeah. choice. That's such a crazy choice. <laughs> I mean, also that I was just like running around Atlantic City by myself at 12 or whatever. That like I was waiting for it to hear like, oh, and then we got I got back and someone had taken out of the back of my, you know, like <laughs> no, still you know, there. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Like Kyle and I played there you know 100 years oh, ago no really yeah and and kyle was what is back when kyle first started to have a beard and we would there's this comic named butch bradley who would throw shows there and he, it was me kyle and natasha legero uh-huh and, and where did you play oh damn it like a casino yes and Ooh. the audience was so old they didn't get my doors <laughs> material oh wow it was like Wow, that was the doors. <laughs> you you didn't get that. So maybe your kids should come to the show. Like it was all very old people, the entire yeah. audience, and they did not love us. So we would you know go get drunk and like we went to like this this Irish bar that was like further down the down the boardwalk, and we were gonna get a cab, and I think Kyle like. We got separated or something. Kyle walked home along the beach oh, and okay. I think passed out on the beach. <laughs> and because he looked homeless, no one fucked yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I was with him, I would have got robbed. Like, no doubt. But just because <laughs> Kyle, like Kyle had like a little beat up beanie and his, you know, fucked up jean jacket. And we were broke <laughs> back then. But it was like, I just thought it was so funny that his natural camouflage. Like, yeah. Sit right in to sleep the on the beach in, in Lake yeah. City. <laughs> well, like you, like the four of us, my wife Kara and your wife Lauren and, and you and I, we went out and had like a, a super fun dinner. Yeah. Like two years ago. Yeah, I think so. And that was one of those things I was thinking about after after lockdown. I was like, oh, I want to get out and do that again with oh, yeah. like with parents, you know, yeah. parent friends. Yeah. And so now I have like this little group of, of girl dads uh nice. like a couple little guys that will just go on like walks that they're really young like small baby girls and stuff yeah so like and they're it's kind of this happy ending for all like because you and i got definitely got into trouble and we get super fucking fucked up and stuff yeah. you know not assholes no you know? happy happy happy, happy. but it's kind of like it, it i think it, like do you do you think like back then if someone pulled you aside and was like you're gonna have two girls and be a great dad do you think you would <laughs> Oh, uh, no. Yeah. I always thought that I was going to be a dad. Okay. And yeah. I was always just like, I've got the, I mean, I just look like a dad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just like same. from the, from the get go. Um, so yeah, no, I always knew I was going to be a dad. I just didn't know when. And I think I'm happy that I, I waited. Um, yeah. I do often now think about, I think more about death now that I have two kids, I think sure. about my dying. Yes. Um, Cause it's like, Oh, it's like, I now can, I can now conceive of my own mortality in terms of how old my children will be when I die. 
yep. you know? Um, and so I'm like, oh, right. Like when they, cause I keep thinking in my head, like, okay, I just got to get them to 18 and then they'll go, they'll either leave the house or they'll go to college. Sure. Um, and then I'm like, okay, can I still do things at 60? Like, you right. know what I mean? Like, can I, cause I want to walk the, I want to walk the Pacific Crest Trail. Huh. Um, and I'm like, can I do that at 60? I hope I can. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's my, that, that would be amazing for me. Is like, as I get Gus or Olive, like their 18th year of the summer before they go to college, like let's walk for a month on the PCT. Yeah. Who knows if they are interested in that at all. I have no yeah. idea. I just took Olive camping for the first time. That was pretty fucking awesome. Nice. Yeah, a lot of work. My, my dad took me, we, we biked the entire Oregon coast. Whoa, uh, really? Like 12 and like- Really? Well, it was like it was like a thing where they would do it. You like sign up and pay, and it's like, and you 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 they they drive vans between stops, and then they uh -huh. set up tents for you and stuff, and or you they have your stuff, and you take it out and you pick up your tent and stuff. And so me and my dad just did that, and like, and I got, <laughs> and I got my like there we were crossing a bridge, uh, and my my spokes uh, caught the oh shit. Um, sleeping bag of a homeless man and then oh. so went to a slow to a crawl and i think somebody it might have been my dad someone else hit my bike from behind i flew over the handlebars and landed on my back Ooh. and but the thing is i had my helmet on so i just i had a wind knocked out of me that's it but oh, it was good. the thing of you know it's just as long as you take the precautions yeah <laughs> and it's like you're taking the precautions you know i think like you're taking care of yourself and stuff it's like that's you know you mentioned like looking good and stuff it's like i pretty much exercise for that reason yeah so i can like you know be at rose's high school graduation you know and not yeah, be exactly that, that sad story where it's just like yeah i just went i don't know yeah i don't know he hadn't hiked in years and just tried to take this crazy hill and his heart exploded so <laughs> <laughs> i also like how oregon that story is it's like oh. i thought it was going to be that like you're like your wheel got caught in like the grooves of the bridge. Nope, it's a homeless man's sleeping bag. Uh, Oregon. Did he throw it to the side? I don't know. I don't know, right? I don't know how it worked. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Um, so do you get do you get asked advice like by on on the main? I ask everybody that on the company. No, okay. I don't ever get. Well, I guess you know you get the typical as a stand up like you get the sure. typical like questions about stand up and it's never satisfying. Do you know what I mean? No. There's never a satisfying answer to any question about stand up because the answer is just do it for ten years and then maybe uh -huh. you'll be good. You know? Yeah. Hell, <laughs> yeah. The question, the answer is hell. Uh, <laughs> and it's funny, like I mean, that's that's most people's answers when people go, oh, it's really rare that someone. I think Aparna's was my favorite answer ever because she just said. I do, but I think they, it's because they know I will, I won't say anything mean or yeah. <laughs> cause it's just such a sweetie, you know, they're just like, you yeah. know, I'm sure there was a time where she'd get cornered backstage. and was like, what'd you think of my set? Like, really? Can you just, just be honest? And then like, please don't, I'm not asking anyone else, please. So I don't know what these calls are. People just okay. call in and leave a message. I have no clue. So uh, if you're ready. I'm ready. First one. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, Matt and Kurt. This is Ever. Um, I saw your number on um, Kurt's Instagram story, and I thought, man, these I miss these guys. Um, 
really just calling to say, hey, I hope y'all are both well. Um, I think the only thing I really need help with um, at the moment is having patience with my landlord. He wants to convert uh, my one-bedroom apartment into two studio apartments, and he won't stop harassing me about it and telling me that I'm unwilling to compromise, even though that we have signed a lease that I live in a one-bedroom apartment. Um, again, he he did say I could live through the construction as he split my apartment in half, and he would give me a reduced rent uh, once construction was finished and my one-bedroom was turned into a studio. Um, just any advice for inner peace and um, forgiveness uh, and, and really uh, any tenants union advice you might have um, or tenants rights advice would be greatly appreciated. Okay, guys, I hope you're well. Bye-bye. Everett, thank you so much, and thanks for the good uh, the good wishes and kind words. I will say this. I am a landlord. I own a house in Portland. I have tenants. They have not been able to pay for many, many months, but thank God Oregon has a landlord relief fund. And so I got a portion paid because I'm paying a mortgage on this house too. And it's not the tenant's right to pay my mortgage. It is an investment property. You know, I'm not gonna Airbnb it, but it's like, I like when the you know rent mortgage gets covered and I have that little piece of, uh, you know, my hometown, that's why I bought the house, didn't buy it to make money. But that said, um, you know, I, I never was like, if I ever was like, I want to turn this into two place people, I would have to get that person's express permission. I would have to give them money to move if I wanted to do that. Mm -hmm. Or so bottom line, what I'm saying from the other side of things, your landlord is bullshit. Yeah. The he can't do that. Uh, and no, that's insane. Him harassing you is illegal. It's one hundred percent illegal. Intimating that you can't that you like look, you're being unreasonable. It's like, yeah, I get it. It's his property, but you have an ironclad contract. And I think honestly, depending on your state, even if you didn't have that contract, yeah. if that's your home, you probably could fight this. Yep. So you are being very sweet, and you obviously don't want bad vibes, and I get that. But I think. You kind of might want to contact a lawyer and draw a line in the sand. And oh, I think 100% you need to get a lawyer. You need to get a lawyer immediately. See yeah. if someone will like just take it on uh, because you'll definitely win. Also, here's what you could do is you could use it into what Matt just said, uh, having them pay to relocate you and get like some money out of it because right. you can't just you can't just turn somebody's home into yeah. two studios. Like that's illegal and insane. Yeah. Uh, and it's so, yeah, so you're in your rights. Mm -hmm. Fuck this guy. I don't, I can't give you patience on this one because this guy's in the wrong. No, I, if, if that was something I genuinely wanted to do with a property I owned, I would, I, I would, ha I would go step by step with the person and go, is this something you'd comfort with? And they're just like, I'm really not. I just want to stay in here. It's just like, well, it looks like I'm just going to have to wait or incentivize this person by giving them money to move. Yeah. I would have to. I would have to. You know, if the lease was up, we could we could kind of we talk. But I think even if it was up, I would still have to enter into negotiations with the person, if I'm not mistaken. Because, um, yeah, that's... Ugh, that, that, especially in this in this right now to do that right now yeah where people are not doing that well and you know maybe this is the landlord's way of 
get, you know, get doing better. Maybe he's not doing great and stuff, but it's kind of like, yeah, but that is kind of someone's home. So, mm-hmm. you know, and it's also like, hey, is it cool if I, I cut your place in half and you live in a place that's half the size? That's <laughs> you. <laughs> is that cool? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's tough. So sorry to hear that. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> uh any any anything else um i have i i just yeah lawyer 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 yeah uh and if you don't want a lawyer that's fine but just know that you're in you have the rights here yeah yeah that he can't he can't do that and i think if you just talk that way to him you know he's funk he's uh he's manipulating you and he's assuming that you just don't know that you're you you're in the right and if you talk to him from a position of i i live here so therefore i have rights on how that the fact that i live here you can't just kick me out Mm -hmm. uh he might just change his tune a little bit or ask for money to move yeah and 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 it's it's tough because you know it's it's so funny i'm thinking of you know my my neighbors who i mentioned uh when we when we moved here they were you know they they don't blare their music a lot but when we moved here three years ago they were one one day they're blaring and it got to be late and Kara was sick and I was like hey can you turn it down and this lady like yelled at me like a blue streak cursing and I was like oh and I was like and she did turn it down I was like okay thanks and I went to bed and I was depressed because I'm like I share a fence with this person man yeah bought this house you know but now like I've been to barbecues their house shit's cool you know like it's we kind of squashed it and stuff but it is that thing of proximity where you are living in this place uh, that you have to have these business dealings with the person, and you, you, I think, ever what you're worried about is you, you think you're poisoning it, but if it's poisoned, you're not poisoning it. He is. Yeah, so you exactly. Have to keep that in mind, and 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 go. Well, I just have to take care of myself here, and if he catches feelings one way or the other, you know, be cordial, be polite, but give him no ammunition when it comes to oh, that this, this tenant is unruly or anything like that, because he'll probably just use it. Just be like firm but i'm no i'm sorry this is my home i don't want it cut in half and yeah. if you want to cut it in half you got to pay me to move so yeah Spe- what cur- speaking of cutting in half there's uh and just a slow just a, a slow plug not a slow plug a mild plug for my podcast bananas all yes. that strange news Which is, we have the bananas it's it's so fucking funny these like the two of you guys are so great on that pod. oh thank you matt but um, there was a story that we covered uh, in Maine. Maine is a crazy state uh, where it was a property dispute. Somebody built uh, the garage in their backyard without checking on where the property line was. So built the garage over into another person's property. And so then that person, uh, after like m- months and years of fighting about it, he just built a when like they went away for a weekend, he uh, built a fence that went down the property line and then just sawed in half the, the whole garage and put a fence there. It's that it looks so fucking crazy. Oh, uh, oh Maine. Oh, I Maine. Love, yeah, Maine. Fuck. It is the wild frontier. It really I love, is. I love far out places, edge of the world kind of shit. It's so great. <laughs> so hilarious. Oh, Maine. But that's great. But okay, so Ever, I hope that helps you. I mean, what a thing. But keep your head up and don't let it get you down. Um, Hope that helps. Uh, Caller number two. Hi, Matt and Kurt. Um, 
My name's Ryan. I'm an absolute 27-year-old adult baby who has no idea how to deal with quote-unquote adulting life. I just had to have my boyfriend start, put the keys in the car and start them. Basically, I'm so bad at even being inside my own head, I feel like I always need a babysitter. If you guys have felt that way into your early 20s, please put it on your podcast because I feel like the last of a dying breed. If any of this makes any sense, there you go. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Love you guys. Bye. Okay, well, I got first crack the first call, so you take first crack this one. Oh man, I don't worry about it. That's what I, that's my, I feel like, and I've always felt this way until you're 30, maybe 35, you yeah. are like, at least for me, like I didn't oh. even start doing stand up until I was 29. I started stand up at 29. So up until 29, like my life entirely changed at 29 years old. Um, and that's when I, and then I also got, I was in a 13 year relationship from age 18 to 31. And then that kind of came about and ended because of the fact that I think that I changed my life around 29, but also because of the fact that I kind of like stopped being in a child mode that was my twenties. Um, and it is, you know, also your brain, your brain is still, your brain just stopped like uh, reforming. Uh, mm-hmm. The plasticity of your brain is like very uh, um, uh, fluid until 25. And at 25, it kind of hardens a little bit more. So your brain just stopped doing its like growth, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so give yourself a bit of, uh, uh, a bit of slack on this one. Don't worry about it too much. And you have time. Fuck yeah. around as much as you want. You got time. I mean, unless you get hit by a car tomorrow. And I hope that doesn't happen. Well, and like, I bet you're also not giving yourself as much uh, credit as you can, as you as you could and should call her. Because I'm one of those people who is always like, man, Russell can change an engine. You know, like there's always someone that mm-hmm. can stuff that you consider an adult, but. I mean, there are people who've kept their, ba- their checkbooks balanced uh, their entire lives, but are emotionally crippled and yeah. uh, are, are, are very abusive to people they call their friends. Like, they're, it's how, how really what, what defines adulthood kind of comes down to what you can kind of consider responsibility. For me, I think it's, it's you cherish the people around you and, you know, do your best to kind of protect them and love them and stuff. And you probably do that with your friends. You have a boyfriend. That means you have a relationship. It's kind of, you know, I, I think what, what, what we t- kind of term adulting is kind of an evil on certain levels. A lot of it you can learn pretty darn fast. Um, and it's, yeah, back to what Kurt said, you have so much fucking time. That That's the thing of like, we, there's a lot of people who's like, don't waste it. Ugh. But I think a lot of those people might have had kids at 20. A lot of those kids, you know, or people might have uh, uh, started down irreparable paths kind of back in those days where now you have a billion options. And the problem now is to not go crazy choosing one because eventually you kind of do have to choose one. But, you know, I, I, I just I just think you need to give yourself some 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 space and some time per what Kurt said and give yourself some credit per what I said. It's, yeah. 
know? And also, you know, uh, if there's certain things that you don't like about, uh, about your life, you know, you can focus on them and fix them or change them so that you're happy. Like for instance, maybe spend some time sitting in the car, identifying all the parts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like this is the big wheel, and this is these are the flippers on the side, and this is where we put the key of the engine. You know, you can take the time to understand and learn, uh, and then you don't have to feel like you're inadequate. You know, yeah. uh, that's what I always thought felt about. Like, uh, this is such a weird like connection to make, but about you and I both would do like panel shows a lot uh -huh. um, uh, yeah. when we were like coming up. And, uh, and I always remember uh, not like just being like, oh man, like seeing someone and being like, oh, they're just so funny off the cuff. And they just always have like a good opener until I realized they just prepared. They just wrote yeah. a funny thing to say beforehand. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's it. It's that easy. I've been out here trying to just like be fresh and like ready. And it's just like, no, I just would write something or have an idea at least of something to like get into the conversation with and yep. then it would make things so much easier and so it's just something i really disliked about myself thinking that it was some sort of failure that i had uh, but i then realized oh no i just need to actually do the work there literally is we all at one point thought comedians just went up there and talked yes at some point in our lives there's one comedian who thought that and did that and it worked and his name is dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> he was like 17, he'd get on stage and just rattle off whatever was in his crazy head and it would crush. Like, yeah. He's a savant. Yeah. You know, like he's not, he's beyond, you know, uh, uh, you're know, your, your typical comedian to, 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 you know, say the absolute least. But uh, uh, yeah, that's exactly it. A, a little bit of understanding, a little bit of preparation uh, uh, for, for, for the thing. And, and yeah, just understanding <laughs> <laughs> the the pieces the parts on a car and, <laughs> and and what to what to kind of do and what to not do i mean when i had an older person kind of pull me aside and go oh no you know you're thinking it's this it's not that it's this and you're like oh all this time i had this preconceived notion and i think that also goes caller for your your notion of what an adult is yeah i mean like you know for oh, 10 yeah. years i would get in the car and stick the keys straight up my asshole and then just wait for it to turn on. And it took 10 years until I figured out that that was not how you turned a car on. But you know what? I learned and you can too. I thought you had to do something to make yourself feel good with a part of the car. <laughs> I, I taught, I taught uh, uh, Matt Dwyer how to drive a stick when he was in his 40s. Oh, like, wow. We were, we were both PAs um, on a lot, you know, picking up lunches and driving uh, 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 you know, DVDs around town to give, you know, people clips and scripts and things for this horrible production company we worked for. <laughs> and he bought a car and he went, fuck, it's a stick. And he I'm like, bought a car that was stick and didn't know? <laughs> yeah. We bought it off a friend of ours in a bar. And like, uh, uh, <laughs> so I, the next, the next night, I just took him out in, in the, the Hills Echo Park and have a stick and it, he got it in like less than an hour. And he, he got like a lot of people addicted to driving a manual because it's fun, yeah. you know? So like, yeah, see that, like it just, it's, it's kind of never too late for most things. It's unless never you want to be like a model. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I think about that, the idea of never too late. Cause I would, I would love to go back to school for something. 
I would love yeah. to go take cool. some like yeah college courses you know take yeah. some philosophy courses or oh, something cool. that would be so exciting that would be fantastic I oof. you know what I'm if, if I if I get rich in my old age I think I might do that and just go and like yeah go to whatever like what's like what's the best college around I'm gonna take like a a literature class or something about yeah. some like a, a specialized oh god yeah that sounds fantastic yeah okay so hope that helps all right ready for our last call Kurt yeah oh yeah I'm ready you were asking I thought you were like ready for our last call and I was like oh yeah I'm ready I was looking for the number to change to three. <laughs> okay so roll it sorry Hey, Bronger. Uh, previous caller from a previous podcast, and uh, your advice has helped me out a lot. So I turn to you now. I broke my ankle and can't walk, can't do anything, just enjoying life here uh, on the couch. But I'm also a single dad who has to care for two children and get them around and all sorts of fun stuff. So the big question is, how much do I need to drink that won't impede the parenting because uh this is rough man all right thanks <laughs> Kurt, did you think i i thought let's let's just first go start with what did you think he was going to ask i thought it was going to be like how much should i pay for child care or is like is child care worth worth it like, what did you think it was going to be i thought it was going to be drinking because that's because <laughs> it does there is, it is, two kids is like, uh, there. you do sometimes require a drink <laughs> to handle two children. I can't, doing it, I've, I've, I've done two kids on my own uh, before, and uh, I will again. My heart, my, my heart and my mind goes out to all single parents, whether you have one or two or three or four. It is fucking tough, man. It is so difficult. Yeah. Um, and I know the drinking is, it seems so good. It definitely doesn't help in the morning. No. <laughs> it no. makes it so much, everything is so much harder. I find I'm much more irritable. I mean, I still drink, yeah. uh, but uh, I find I'm much more irritable with the kids. I have less time for them. Yeah. Um, and that's just such a bummer because there's nothing I like better than to drink and hang out with them because <laughs> it does. It makes boring activities because that is like you, you love your children and everything. But for the most part, the majority of stuff they do is incredibly repetitive. Yeah. It's incredibly boring. You love them. There's so much love there, but it's not like you're very engaged with like pushing this car again and again and again and again no. and again. Yeah. When you're drunk, it's a little bit easier. So yeah. I'm going to say I'm going to I'm going to give you a real answer. OK, I'm yep. going to say have have enough drinks so that you don't feel hungover in the morning so you get a good buzz on but you're not hungover the next day that's you got to walk that fine line yes and make sure you drink lots of water too yes to, right before you go to bed to to, to you know ease up the headache um and i would i would i would st i would stay away from shots and <laughs> and uh uh and also man um if you can maybe look into some child care if you're a single parent you know, with a broken ankle. I mean, that's that. Yeah. The first thing, you know, it's like, fuck. One of them takes off, your ass out. You know, like come back here, <laughs> or what? I, wanna, I also want to know how old they are. Like, if they're baby babies, oh, that's rough as shit. If they're yeah. a little older and can function with mm -hmm. you, just like saying, do this, do that. Right, right. Won't won't 
we'll 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 at least go downstairs backwards and not fall downstairs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, I think yeah. I mean, I think Kurt, Kurt nailed it. That Kurt gave what uh, <laughs> community uh, would would say would be the perfect answer. I think so. I got I got nothing to add, but it is that thing where don't don't let the night you ruin the day of the morning you because yeah. it is. I mean, you know, like a like a a real yeah. I've been like yeah, I'm a little rusty or I got a little bit of a headache, but like a real hangover. Doggies, that is unbearable. Brutal, brutal, and you feel so fucking guilty, and you feel like such a piece of shit because you are, and you're like, <laughs> and everything's yeah, you're 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 irritable. You're good and you're good for nobody, and it's and it's extra heartbreaking for you because you can't just go lie down, you can't just go lie on the couch and watch whatever comes up on Netflix. You can't. What a dream. You can't. <laughs> what a dream. Well, <laughs> we'll have that dream again in, in uh, you know, 16, 17 years. <laughs> so, um, and that's that's the ball game. Anything you want to plug? Hey, uh, guys. Bananas is the podcast with me and uh, my co-host, Scotty Landis, mm-hmm. talking strange news with fantastic guests. Go check it out. You're going to love it. Yeah, I was glad to find Bananas because it's like I always have to have those ones that are really well produced and just fun. Yeah, it's just light and funny and goofy. I feel like a bananas is like that. Um, Ben Roy's uh, the, the, the rat race, the fake morning show he does (laughs) fucking kills me. Um, uh, Christian Duguay is Valley heat to me. I think that's the podcast that exists. It's just, wow. It's, it's a, it's all written and it's just a guy in, in the equestrian district of Burbank who just is like gets into tiffs with his neighbors and records them. And it's all, <laughs> it's so, I can't describe how funny it is. Um, oh, wow. okay. I'll check and it out. everybody listen to bananas and, um, dude, man, it was so great to see you and great to have you on the show. Thank uh, you. Oh, so uh, one more thing too. When does this come out? Uh, this will be this, 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 uh, this Thursday, man. This Thursday. Great. So this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm at Philly. And Heli- uh, at the Helium uh, oh, yes. Comedy Club in Philly, uh, June 17th, 18th, 19th. And then um, in uh, August 5th, 6th, 7th, I'm in Lafayette, Louisiana, Houston, Texas, and then uh, College Station. Uh, yeah. And then, right. and then October 23rd, I'm at Hamden, Connecticut at the Space Ballroom. Oh, my God. All those places you're going are great. Yeah, yeah. it'll be really fun. I love all those shows. I'm doing. I'm doing a couple of those too. But anyway, uh, like same night. No, but, <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, dude, love you, man. It was great to have you on. Appreciate you jumping on. Say say hi to Lauren and the guy. I will I send my love to the family as well. I will, man. All right. Bye bye. Oh my God, you guys! Another perfect episode in the bag. If you need advice from a couple ding dongs or hoo has or just fun people or maybe an expert, who knows who I might have on? Call three two three. 763-0228. That's 323-763-0228. Thanks. This Might Help with Matt Bronger was created and hosted by me, Matt Bronger. Produced by Outer Circle Media. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcasts.